about how do we increase our influence, especially and, tra and, and really translating that influence from the real world to the digital space, more specifically on social media. Now, of course, you know, it's going to start with some personal development things because there's always a personal mentality behind it all that stops us in our tracks and allows us to have the things that we have or the things that we uh, can't get. It's, it's all because of us. At the end of the day, we're greatly responsible for it. So I want to talk about that, Nixon, and, and dive into it from a, you know, a personal standpoint first, and then really let's go tactics on this thing because I believe that there are some specific strategies and tactics that we can utilize uh, to really help people translate that influence from the real world to the digital space and, and then let everything else afterward grow. But yeah, Nick, take us away, man. What's, um, you know, when you think about people who struggle to translate their influence from the real world to the digital space, what is, uh, what's usually that thing that stops them in the beginning of the journey? Well, that's the whole, we separate what's happening digital and real life. Like for some reason we treat social media, our website, our social present, our digital present, whether it is lower than who we are or too above than what we are, right? So lower meaning we may have a really great position in our nine to five. We may have a really great position or status when it comes to our entrepreneurship life, our, our personal life. But that does not necessarily reflect digitally because we assume that because the world that we are seeing on our timeline is way more important than our life, that our influence is actually lowered because we're not putting out our authentic self and who we really are. So that's one thing. Two, we may be thinking a little bit too high, meaning we may be fabricating uh, fake it till you make it situations to show that we have it all together when honestly we don't. And it actually hurts our influence when we are moving in that way where we are fabricating it or even downplaying it and we're not really focusing on just showing our true self because our true self is what people seek for, is what people are influenced by and will move in the way that, that you want them to move because they see you move authentically and there's not many people who can do that. There's not many people who can uh, go on social media and show their ups, show their downs, show uh, their stagnant levels of, oh my God, this is not growing, this is not going anywhere, show their uh, pensive size. Show it's, it's very rare and hence why the word authenticity gets uh, spoken about often to the point where some people are like, nah, I ain't feeling it. Like, what else do you have? I hear authenticity. I hear consistency. I hear it all the time. What else is there? It, there's nothing else. There's those two things. And the reason why you continuously hear it over and over again, because probably you're not moving in that way. There's three stages to where if we have brand confusion, there is no growth. There's no influence. There's no increase in our digital impact, right? 
we have self-doubt. That's the second phase where we kind of know what we're talking about, right? Brand confusion, we're all over the place. But self-doubt, we kind of know who we need to talk to. We kind of know what we need to post, what we need to put out there in the digital world. So there's some growth, but there's not an influx of growth. There's not us reaching millions because we have, we're holding ourselves back. And then we have the third one, which is brand purpose, where we truly know who we're speaking to. We know what we're putting out in the world. We know who we're impacting. We know the problem that we're solving and our principles and values. And now we're skyrocketing, right? Because we're moving in purpose. We're moving as our true selves in our brand, uh, in our in our brand profiles, websites, content, that whole nine. We're moving with purpose. And so now the growth is out of this world because we have everything aligned. So long answer, wow. but wow. yeah. That's fire. I love that brand purpose. I, I don't know if I've ever heard you share that breakdown before, but that's, um, that's fire. I see you. I see you. I see you leveling up on the people. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, A little bit. you know, yeah, no, that's, that's really dope. But some of the words that I heard and, and as, as you were talking, I heard vulnerability mm -hmm. and I also heard courage, right? Because I think from one, you need to have a level of vulnerability to be able to express some of your deepest and most, maybe not deepest, but some of your personal private matters, right? And even if they happen in your work or professional life, they're still personal to you. And so having the courage to share those is ultimately what shows an authentic version of you online. You know, one, one of the things that, that come to mind is, you know, how do you do that? You know, because I feel like a lot of people, they know what that means, right? but they don't know how to translate it. So I know for me, one of the things that I had to learn how to not do, like stop doing this. And you know, I like to teach through the negative because that's how my brain works sometimes. I always realize that when I know how not to do something, I can automatically stop worrying about the mistakes and coloring outside of the lines and immediately just flow in the center of where I need to be. And so one of the things I had to learn early on, and a friend of mine actually shared this with me, a good friend named Mario. And I remember we were sitting in the car one day and I was telling him about, you know, some of the things that I've done and he helped me with a couple of different things, everything from website to graphics, to videography, to, we had many, many conversations about this early on. And then one time he just randomly said to me, why, why do you turn on your speaker voice? And I was like, well, what, what do you mean my speaker voice? He's like, you know, when you and I are talking, we're talking, we're having normal conversation. But for whatever reason, anytime you know that you're about to quote unquote, start speaking or presenting, you do this thing with your voice where you intentionally try to project or change the way you sound. He said, why, why do you do that? Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't know. And, and I'm not gonna lie in the beginning, I kind of took it a little personal. I was like, speaker voice, like, you don't, you don't know about this stuff. You're not, you're not in this space. What, what do you know about speakers? This is what you're supposed to do. All right. And kind of like got in my feelings about it a little bit. But sure enough, as I started to pay attention more and more, and this this transformation didn't happen right away. It took a couple of years until I really started to find my voice. 
And for those of you who've been following for quite some time, you might've heard me say that you got to get to a point in your career, especially online, where you do enough bad reps that you find your voice, you find your unique sound. It's not an exaggerated way of talking or communicating or looking or whatever, whatever that thing may be that you feel you need to do to be successful in your space. It's not an exaggerated version of that. It's the actual you, right? And just bringing that online. Now, naturally, from time to time, yeah, you may be overly passionate about a specific topic and you're incredibly enthusiastic. And so you want to express that enthusiasm, you know, toward the thing that you're talking about. Heck, there might be days where you're incredibly sick and you're coming off of a bad cold and flu and a couple of days of COVID. And so you sound a lot more mellow and, and like really, really calm like I do today. And, and very, that's... very intentional, <laughs> but very intentional. You know, you, you just got to mix it into the content and say, hey, this is what I am. But yeah, code switching. Absolutely. But I think that people struggle with the how to show their real selves online because in their minds, they don't think that their real selves will be accepted in the digital space. They think that an exaggerated version of them is the only thing that will be accepted online. And so that's one of those things that I think it has to start right there that you got, you got to find your sound. You got to find your voice. Now, look, some people are they they become notable or they become known for maybe their comedy skits or their sense of humor and so yeah they choose to really primarily highlight that character or that personality or that essence online because that's what they've become known for right like even with et and i love because everybody says et is yelling but they don't understand that his voice isn't he I joke about this all the time. I say he doesn't know how to whisper. He can't whisper. Like his voice box is so strong. And when he whispers, you hear him on the other end of the room. Okay. So to to the outside person, you think he's yelling when in reality he's just talking and he's mixing that with the natural energy and enthusiasm that he has toward the subject that he's talking at. And that's what you get, that that extreme energy that's buzzing through the screen. And so... At the end of the day, that is his authentic version. I say all that to say, you know, what is your authentic sound? Have you really discovered? Have you have you put in enough bad reps to figure out the things that don't work? I'm not even going to talk about the things that work. I just want to know, have you put in enough reps to figure out the things that don't work? Because once you realize that, you get closer to that unique influence formula, right? Like, like those, those elements that people are so, you know how they say, even in, in, in clothing, like some people just look great in dark colors. Others look great in neutrals. Others look great in crazy bright colors. It's like, that's a part of, and I believe there's a version of that for influence and you have to unlock that. So last thing I'll say, and I'll pass it over to you. I know I just kind of went on a small tangent. Oh, there, go. But, you're good. You're good. Yeah. You know, a, a big part of my influence came, you know, I'm, I'm, and, I, and I, I like to celebrate because I'm a numbers guy and I'm not looking at my, you know, uh, account engagement or those things for the, the vanity metrics, but I am thinking about it from a business standpoint. I'm saying, man, I have increased my account by about 
100%, like just under 100% in a little under 10 months, right? Like I've doubled the size of my account. And you know why? If you go back to the very first post that I shared when I made my re-entry back into the social media world, I said, and almost like word for word, I said, I have been dishing out life and relationship advice since I was in fifth grade, literally, no exaggeration. And so I'm deep and I'm ready to embrace that now. Part of my influence is in being deep. It really is. It's about, it's about sharing those thought-provoking ideas or questions that make you think and sit and ponder and think about your life differently so that you can choose to do differently and my hopes better in your life. And so for the first five years, Nick's, I was running away from that because in my mind, and this is why I say it's a, it's a level of vulnerability and the level of courage and you got to balance the two out. In my mind, I'm like, damn, but who am I to talk about some of this life stuff? Like, I don't know. I, I just don't feel right. And sure enough, you know, five years, almost no growth, really, you know, a couple of pops, but nothing major. And so all of, all in a matter of 10 months, you see this whole thing come back full circle and, and run the way it has just because I know that my influence is in this part. And now I'm waking up every day and I'm just hitting that. I'm just going to the same spot and I'm knocking that thing right in the, right upside the head, like go for it. We, it's who you are. And so all of that to say, you got to find that for you and uh, not the exaggerated version of it. Not like that. Oh yes, this is, it, it, if that's how you sound, so be it. But that's uh it didn't work for me. That part didn't work for me. <laughs> I can see why I can see. Why. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. It's okay. It's, bad. it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Switch it, switch it into the, the maybe more of the tactical things. Now I know we're a little over halfway through, but when you start thinking about some of maybe the the actual tactics, I don't know if it's uh, specific to the way one would produce content. Maybe it's specific to the way to the type of content that ought to be produced. But what would you say are some tactics that can be used? Uh, as it relates to just the social media ecosystem in general that can help people translate their influence from the real world to the digital space? I think one first thing to say is when we are switching from real life to digital, right? We have to find that pocket of what feature that the platform is putting energy to that I can utilize to show who I am, my impact and my influence, right? So if we're talking about YouTube, we're, you know, they're putting a lot of energy towards YouTube shorts. So if I'm trying to get a higher reach, a higher, uh, more eyeballs to look at my stuff to, uh, increase the it, the influence that I'm going to find the features that each platform is putting energy on and I'm going to go in on that uh, a certain time in the week. So when it comes to the podcast, we'll do YouTube shorts probably five to six times a week, right? To bring in new people to increase our 
our influence. When we're talking about Instagram, now we we understand Reels had its had its moments. It looks like now it's going to be Reels and carousels. So what do you think is going to happen? We're going to incorporate carousels into Nikki and Moose and see how that flows, right? Because I understand there is a energy when it comes to Instagram of how do we keep people longer on the platform. They took away the importance of pictures before and now they're bringing it back. And so that's one of those things. Facebook is still going to be reels, you know, uh, LinkedIn is going to be video. So are we aware of what features on these social media platforms that is going to increase our influence? That is one going to increase our brand awareness that is then going to get more eyeballs that will increase our, our influence, right? Then collaborations. Who are we collaborating with that will bring validation to who we are, bring more people to our ecosystem and have them go through the customer journey ladder, right? So is that a podcast? Like, is that uh, a live, whether it is Instagram live, YouTube live, is that Facebook live? Who are we collaborating with? Are we doing uh, a blog post, it's swapping email lists? Like, what, what are we doing to collaborate with others that are in our niche, right? Or even uh, a little bit outside of our, our niche, but have the same values and principles, reason why is we when it comes to our niche we want to get that audience right but then sometimes we want to go outside of our niche to get a different type of audience that may not have known they needed us may not have known they want to rock with our niche or just the individual that who we are and so then the live allows them to know you quicker than actually them going through your content because they assume with your content where on a live, they get to understand who you are a little bit more from how your demeanor is, your tone is, uh, just personality wise, information wise, motivation wise, entertainment wise they get to know all about that within a, within a live. So if you collaborate people on a live, that's going to help increase your, your, uh, conversions from people to then it will allow them to pay attention a little bit more because they've already invested 10, 15, 30, an hour of their time to you. Right. And so that's from a live aspect, but you could do from a video collab. You could do from a podcast collab. You can do from a written collab. You could do a photo collab. There's a lot of things that you could do that will help you build that, that digital influence higher and higher because you're getting in front of more people and they're stamp, they're stamping you, whoever you're collaborating with that you're valid and that already brings that that level of influence into your brand. Wow, that's so good. That's so good. Yeah, that's um, the I 
it's it's difficult to think about lives and not think about you. I'm gonna be honest. You know, I think you've become synonymous with the word live.